Clinton Jaws, like my stuff, subscribe to my channel. October 25th, Thompson RCMP around 2.45 in the afternoon. These members that are working that day, they get a call over the radio, probably something like shots fired. They need to help out their partner. They need to help out their buddy, their Mountie, their friend, because he's in trouble. So the whole detachment shows up on scene and a police officer, an RCMP member, was forced to shoot a bad guy, a bad guy armed with a knife. I'm going to show you the video. Okay, here's the thing. I've already done a video on this. I talked about it for over 20 minutes last week. I posted it to my member-only site. If you want to become a member, you could join this. You have to hit the join button on YouTube. And I was intending on putting it on my regular channel for everybody to see, all my subscribers. But I woke up in the, I woke up in the morning and I watched the video and I didn't like how I acted. I didn't like my response. I didn't like the words I was saying. I mean, I really went after, I went after the media. I went after people who were criticizing this police officer for doing what he had to do. And I really attacked Chief Redhead. PC came out, he came out in the media and he said, he was saying some nasty things and really just a lot of lies is what he was saying. And so I went off and I don't know, I might tweak the video and post it. I got to take some words out. I got to fix it somehow. So really what you're watching right now, you're watching part two. He's like a day later. The sister of the bad guy came out. I'll get to that in a second. But just watch this video. You remember this video. And I'm not going to show the actual shooting. You're not missing anything. Because YouTube doesn't like it when I show shootings. Okay, right here he gets shot. I can't show it. But I'll let you listen to it. I'll let you listen to the bullet. Now, I don't know where he gets hit. I think the arm, maybe the side, maybe it just skimmed him. But the point is the bullet went right through him or it brushed up against him because you can see the bullet right here in the dirt. It was one shot. He stands there for a bit and decides, ah, uh, you know. Yeah, I need to take a... A nap. That's what I need to take. RCMP come out. They don't say much. McClatchy, she comes out. What's with this McClatchy anyways? She doesn't say hardly anything. She's starting to she's starting to get to me, to tell you the truth. Like, would it kill you just to tell the full story? So the RCMP come out. They just say that guy was armed with a knife. We don't know when he was armed with a knife. It's hard to see a knife. It's really hard to see a knife when people... When you're walking like this, okay, with a knife, you, you can't tell if somebody actually has a knife in their hand. That's why it's hard to see a knife. Anyway, so now, so now I want to show you, and I'm not going to get worked up like I did last time. I want to, I want to show you the accused's sister. She came out to set the record straight. Okay, this is her side of the story. Okay, they're doing a prayer of my Cree ancestors of this Jurassic Cree nation most of my I just want to tell you something before we watch this if I just seen a video with a cop and my sister and I'm the brother and I go on the media 
And I seen that video. I seen what my sister did to that police officer. I'm not going to have good things to say on the media. I'm going to blame my sister. I'm going to tell I'm going to tell the media that my sister needs to clean up her act. She's a loser in life. She's not. I'm just saying. If it was my sister who did that to the police officer, who made the police officer shoot her, I would blame my sister, right? Common sense, right? I would tell the media my sister needs help. She's a delinquent. You know what I mean? A loser in life. That's what I would say to the media. And I would apologize for her actions. What's this sister going to say? In life, my home is situated on the southwest shore of Southern Indian Lake in Manitoba, Canada, about 130 kilometers north of the city of Thompson. We don't care where you live. Traditionally, Shirley Ducharme and Oliver Dysart felt the urgent need to come and support our family. Okay. Why? Come on, Canada. Why? Where's the support for the cop, really? Why does their family need support? Why are they suffering? What are they suffering from? The, the kid didn't die. I mean, they should be celebrating. So where, why are they suffering? I know I'm going to get called on that one. As they recognized, this was not the first time our family has been failed by the justice justice system. Of co- okay, so this was this shooting was a failure of the justice system. And it happens all the time to them, to their family, I guess. As this is the love we have for one another as Nihil people. Today, we stand here with good hearts. You're sitting. Island, or our relatives will continue to be mistreated by the systemic violence against the indigenous people okay. of this land. When you speak, you become the voice of our relatives to that, that did not survive police brutality. We feel that the shooting of Ray could have been done differently. Could have did it different, guys. I would have shot him sooner. That's how I would have done it differently. I wouldn't have let him get so close to me. I wouldn't have had so much patience like that police officer did. He's probably, bad guy's probably lucky that that police officer was alone and didn't have backup because bad guy would probably be dead right now. She has some suggestions for police officers, I think. There were other measures that could have been put in place to de-escalate the situation. Hmm, kind of tough to de-escalate a situation when there's no reason, there's no common sense. Bad guy looks like he's wasted out of his mind, like he's intoxicated. Just keeps on walking. Police officer is giving him verbal commands. Uh, how do you? Sometimes you just can't de- de-escalate something. Sometimes you have to go use force. It's called policing. See, I'm not getting excited. The RCMP officer could have used nonviolent intervention strategies. Can you think of any? I can't. And do I really want to expand? I'm not going to go through baton and taser and rubber bullets, none of which you're going to ever use in a situation like that. I'll leave it at that. Stupid comment. To de-escalate the situation. No. By remaining calm. And by Did he look excited, guys? Did the police officer not look calm? And by using his voice, <clears throat> Kayla 
my brother's baby sisters. She feels that this is sad and scary, that if we do not comply, the circumstances are often not known. Of course. <laughs> you got a deadly weapon. You're not going to comply. You're going to die. In this case, you were very, very lucky. Maybe, maybe that's the problem. People think they don't have to comply. Yeah, you do. You have to comply, okay? You have to put down the knife. You have to put down the weapon. If you don't comply, you're going to get hurt. And in this case, it resulted in the shooting of my, of my brother. And this should not have been this way. No, it shouldn't have been. As the RCMP officer could have managed his own response by setting more responsible measures. Did you get that one? <laughs> it's, you know, I, sometimes you don't have words for straight out stupidity. To prevent the shooting mm. from happening. Oh. In the media and other platforms, there are allegations of little Ray having a knife. However, after reviewing the fam the video, we see no evidence of a weapon in little Ray's possession. We oh. see no evidence. She's a sister. She knows if he has a knife or not. So she is she saying that he she's saying that he didn't have a knife. And there's no evidence. I don't know if he had a knife or not. Not a police officer anymore, but there is evidence. And let's look at that evidence of him having a knife. Now, I might be wrong, but what does this sound like to you? Did somebody just say, put the knife down? Did I hear, put the knife down? Why would somebody say, put maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I didn't hear that. Let's listen again. Maybe I'm just hearing things. Why would somebody say put the knife down if he didn't have a knife? Taser the mother. Why would somebody in the background say taser a fella that's just being uncooperative? You don't tase somebody if they're just being uncooperative. You do if you have backup and he has a deadly weapon in his hand. Look at his right hand. Maybe he just has long fingernails. I don't know. Looks like something though, doesn't it? After he gets shot, it looks like something falls or he's puking his brains out. I don't know. Take a look. What's that? Something's falling to the ground. You can still see it on the ground right there. Watch where his legs are after he falls. Right up against the curb, okay? I want you to remember that. There's his legs, right there. Now, the rest of the police department, they, sh they show up unseen to help out. <laughs> I want you to watch the watch commander, what the watch commander does when she or he or they or them gets out of their police vehicle, okay? Might be a supervisor, I don't know. Looks like a watch commander. Just guessing. Pulls up, right there. Gets out of their vehicle. Oh, that's weird. Look at that. What's that supervisor? Why would the supervisor lean down to pick up puke? Pick up right there, right by his leg. Do you see that? 
and then and then walk back to the and then walk back to the police vehicle, open the door. Looks like looks like an exhibit that they put back into the vehicle. What did that supervisor just seize? What did the supervisor seize? Maybe a knife? Or just cleaning up his puking? Maybe a knife, right? Maybe not. That's the evidence. His foot's right here. And something's being some kind of item is being picked up right by his foot. Right where he fell down, right where he looked like he dropped something. I don't know. Just guessing. I'm not a cop anymore, like I said. That's the evidence. Tase the mother effer. Drop the knife. Long fingernails. An item being picked up right after. The police coming out and saying he was armed with a knife. We see no evidence of a weapon in Lil Ray's possession. We are also disheartened by the forceful handle of Ray from the officer on duty after the shooting. (laughs) Also... You can't let them get away with talking this garbage about you guys. You just can't, you can't let it happen. The media, they let it happen. This is what gets, this is what gets me heated. When they talk horseshit. We are also disheartened by the forceful handle of Ray after the shooting. They're upset what they did to him after the shooting, guys. They're outraged because it was forceful. They gave Little Ray medical attention for eight minutes until the ambulance showed up. That's what those police officers did. She's upset with that. Senseless. It's just senseless. It's senseless every time, isn't it? This is the conversations we have every single time a police officer does something right and is justified to do it. The the police officer should be the victim because he is going to have a problem now. He's the victim. We should be supporting the police officer who was forced to fire a service weapon at somebody. It will change his life for the rest of his life. But this is the conversation we have. We have a senseless, senseless, mindless, idiotic, stupid conversation. There's no sense here. Is there nobody in this world to stick up for the police officer for obviously doing a good job, for obviously doing a justified job? It's not just this circumstance. It's every single one. I've been doing this for over a year now. I never paid attention to it before when I was a cop. But I can't believe the things that come out of people's mouths. Chief Redhead and this lady and all the rest of them. But we noticed that there were seven cruisers on the crime scene that responded to the Ray. Of course. Who was already not a threat. No shit. And Ray was already unreactive. What's your point? There was a lot more cops that ended up showing up because it's a crime scene. First of all, they want to make sure their partner is safe. It was a shots fired call. And now we got a crime scene because of little Ray. When my uncle Roger arrived on the scene and stated he was the uncle, the RCMP. I would have told him to fuck off. I'm trying to do something right. Don't get any closer. I don't give a fuck who you are. Fuck off. That's what I would have said. Did not even have the decency to talk to him. No, we don't got time to Instead, talk. Instead, they sent a security guard. We are asking for your help. The hell does that we mean? do not want the justice system to fail us again. Presently, the family is still in shock from the video that circulated on Facebook and are feeling... Tra- Who's responsible for that, right? 
traumatized. Are you? From seeing our our loved one being shot. Well, stop watching it. Our family love each other. And Ray is loved from each of us. Ray is a son, a father, a brother, an uncle, an uncle, and a father to five beautiful children. He is loved by his two mothers. Well, he should get his shit together, shouldn't he? Right? Wouldn't you agree with that? Others. Yeah, he's, everybody Yvonne, loves him. Yvonne, Michelle, and Virginia Moose. We want to share that this is not the first time the justice system has failed us. As our brother's murders case was not done properly. Okay. Yeah. Due to the lack of the RCMP's evidence and the investigation was not done thoroughly. Oh. Therefore, my brother Brendan Moose did not receive justice. We want our voice. Hey, I'm not saying they don't have a tough life, okay? So I'm not saying that. But just say accurate shit. That's all I ask. And be honest. Like, be honest with yourself. Like, do you really go to bed at night and go on, I can't believe those police shot him. He was within a foot away from the cop, holding a knife. You, you can't believe it? He had other options. He had other options, guys. Could have used a taser, right? We want our voices heard because what we witnessed on Monday is the continued mistreatment against our relatives from the RCMP office. Bullshit. Bullshit. What you witnessed was a jackass not listening to a police officer who had a deadly weapon makes the cop fear death or grievous bodily harm and is forced to shoot him. That's what you saw. When reflecting on my on my brother Lil Ray's approaches, we all need to remember that we cannot judge Ray for the state he was in. You're judging the cops. Why can't we judge him? Why is that? And what state was he in? as this does not justify the actions taken. Yeah, it did. Ray is only human. And like all humans, we all make mistakes. Okay. We're not talking about spilling milk on carpet here. We're talking about a dude who's attacking a cop with a knife who wants to kill a police officer. Because that's what you're thinking as a cop. People... He's just human, guys. They make mistakes. Yeah. And this one cost them. And it was justified. But no, you want to blame the police, right? It's a police fault. We're not going to take responsibility for it. Never. Never. Ever. Not once. I haven't heard it in over a year. Nobody takes responsibility. And we can only learn from our own lived experiences and hopefully do can you though? better tomorrow. Hmm. We would like to thank each of you that reached out to the family. We are also grateful for the prayers for my brother and for our family. We did speak to Ray. He is in good spirits. Oh, thank God. Grateful to be here. And he sends his love to all his family and friends and says thank you for the prayers if you didn't know any better you'd say like ray's screwed like he's in the hospital he's up on the hospital he's screwed 
He might not make it. He got shot on October 25th. He's out and about before Halloween. He's running around town. I couldn't understand it. I couldn't understand why the RCMP didn't come out and say, we got charges against, why do I call him Little Ray? <laughs> we got charges against Little, but they never once said it. I'm like, why isn't this guy charged? Why isn't he facing any charges? This is what I found today. Actually, honestly, about an hour ago. This is what I found an hour ago. It's an update. October 31st, he's out of the hospital and he's enjoying Halloween. The RCMP pick him up on Halloween around six at night and they arrest him. Part of me is like, who's, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. You want, and I, I, I don't want to shit on the police here, but somebody made a mistake here. You let him leave the hospital to part. I don't know how you let him leave the hospital. You can't let him leave the hospital. You got to protect your community. So I don't know where the miscommunication is or was, but after he leaves the hospital, they decide, oh, maybe we should arrest him. So this is what they arrest him on. Assault on a PO with a weapon. Assault with a weapon on two civilians, times two, in possession of a weapon for dangerous purpose. Kind of a big deal, isn't it? Are you hearing about it? Did you hear about it? Global, CBC, they were all over this story. But now, shh. They find out that he's been arrested on one, two, three, four, I don't know, four or five charges here. I don't know. I don't know. It got me thinking. Like I was really, sometimes I critically think, okay? And I'm like, why do people think they have the right to talk, to think? If I'm wrong with what I said, I'm going to come back on here and say I'm wrong. That sister, when all the evidence comes out, if she's wrong, do you think she's going to go back on there and say, hey, I was wrong? No. Never accountable. Never responsible. It's a police fault. And I was thinking, why do they think they have the right to think that way? Or how about this? Why do they think that way? And it brings me back to people like the commissioner, right? Like Brenda Lucky, when she came out. And if there's one thing that she's absolutely certain about, it's systemic racism in the RCMP, right? Yes, there's absolutely systemic racism. Absolutely. She can't define it. She has troubles defining it. I haven't been struggling with, but I've been struggling with the definition of systemic racism. She did find a really good example of systemic racism, though. Remember that? I can give you a couple of examples. We have a physical abilities a requirement evaluation. It's an obstacle course. Um, in there, um, there's a six-foot mat that you have to do a broad jump. And there are people in all different cultures that may not be six feet, including um, there's not a lot of women that are six feet tall. The pair test mat, it's six feet long. That's racist. Get rid of the mat. Make it five feet. That's less racist. Or how about just get rid of the mat altogether? Or just get rid of the pair test altogether? You're battling. You're battling racism when you do that, right? Why do we even have it? The commissioner can't even pass it. She can't pass the pair test. We gotta make it easier for her. Get rid of it. Or just get rid of the mat. Then maybe she can possibly pass it. Or maybe that's her plan. Get rid of the mat, then I can pass it. Therefore, I won't feel like a victim. And if I don't feel like a victim, everyone won't feel like victims. Stuff like that. I don't know. When I see people talk like that, like the sister, and then I see the RCMP commissioner, the leader, your boss, come out and say that absolutely there's systemic racism in the RCMP. Can you really blame people? 
for talking stupid? Senseless? Can you really blame people for not complying to police demands? I ain't dropping the knife. I'm not dropping my gun. It's my right. It's my right to not comply. You guys are racist. You're the enemy. Even your own boss says so. Just leave it at that. Uh, thanks for watching. Subscribe and do all that stuff. Uh, this is part two, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what this is. I got to review this one. Bye-bye. What's that?